At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Why wait until Friday to start your weekend? Go ahead, start right now. You're thirsty now, and 93.7 The Ticket is here to help you stock up. Just in time for the weekend when I like to hit the clubs. Time to broaden your horizons and try some new wine and beer. It's Thirsty Thursday with Kevin Meyer from Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Hey, pop, pop! I ain't done yet! I ain't done yet! I'm still on Thursday, Thursday. You heard it. Pop, pop. (laughs) Y'all thought y'all got rid of Stricky since we moved it to the four Nate dog. But we are participating because we are in old school. Thursday, Thursday. Here we go. Kevin Murray. Corgan Bottle. Stricky bringing the energy. Yo. I get the joy. I thought I was losing out on, <laughs> on Thursday, Thursday, but I am here and in the building. We're not going anywhere. One more week at least. I'm not leaving. No, I'm going to sneak in. Someday I'm just going to stay. I think you should. I'm just going to stay and make sure I get Thirsty Thursday participation. Keep, keep DP and Jay Post, in line. Not, not participation, participation. Thank you, Kevin. All right, Kevin. Well, again, it is time for Thirsty Thursday. Kevin Meyer with Meyer's Cork and Bottle. He's joining us. Uh, I had to make sure to give you a little plug there. Kevin, help you out. Make sure everyone knows what's going on. Uh, where's your store located at? Uh, 13th and South. 13th right and Right on the South. corner. All right. And you brought us stuff right from the store, right? Yeah. All right, I always well. do. Every Thursday. All this right. is a good patio well, pounder. Drink- Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are we drinking today? So our good friends friends from Cross Strain up in Papillion uh, ha- made a Czech-style Pilsner. Mm. By your uh, stomping grounds, isn't it? Straight yeah, right down the street. Yeah, I can go. make. A, can I make? Can I go straight to the warehouse, or do I need to go to Kevin Meyer? <laughs> And get it done. Well, I mean, you can buy it directly from them. You, you go to the tap room. I'm sure you could even get a crowler or a growler to take home with you or uh, or six packs. But if you're in L-Town, you need to come see us. Yes, so, absolutely. Just depends. I do both. Football season's right around the corner. So I, but you know me. See, only reason that we stop, Kev, is because of a change of time. But boy, was I loving Strix Picks. You took good care of Stricky when we had Strix Picks. I appreciate it. Well, we're uh, we're gonna keep that train rolling as best as possible. We just uh, are gonna have to do it in a different way, maybe yeah. a different time. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so this is a Czech style pilsner, Good. and and basically pilsners were invented in Czechoslovakia or the Czech Republic now. Um, and what a pilsner is is a lager uh, that basically it's a beer that takes a long time to ferment, and it also is done at cold temperatures. So it creates a very crisp, very clean. Very easy drinking beer, um, but it takes a lot longer to make than a standard ale. And uh, uh, this is their homage to like a Pilsner or a Kell, um, their uh, Nebraska style on that. And it's just, I, I'm not ready to jump into fall yet. We still got one more week until Husker football. Yes, uh, we're gonna yes. we're gonna we're gonna kick off the Oktoberfest and the fall beer season next week. 
and that'll give us a good solid six, eight weeks of content before we jump into the winter stuff. And, uh, and hopefully we'll be talking about Husker victories along the way. But uh, um, this is a great lawn mowing beer, a great golf beer, a great fishing beer. Comes in a can. Mm-hmm. Crisp, clean, light patio pounder. You can have several mm-hmm. of them and not get full. It's just oh, a yeah. great beer from Cross Drain. But you know what it is? It's, it's a good transition beer for, for what's coming. Because it, it, it's a, I like that it's a European lager, right? Like this isn't right. This that's where I'm going, baby. Right? Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to be drinking you know, European lagers. It, it's 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 got kind of a, a maltiness to uh, with, without, oh yeah yeah for sure like that malty background to it. Oh, um, yeah. But it's not as roasty as like an Oktoberfest, right? Like it's not right. as dark. It's not quite as heavy as an Oktoberfest will be. It, it, it's a good transition beer to get us there. Oktoberfests are lagers. Yeah. Um, and, and basically what makes a Martzen style a Martzen style is that they roast the malts just a little bit, enough to give it a little bit of a caramely color. And this has a little bit of that nice malty background, um, but it's still a nice, crisp, light golden golden lager and, and, or, or Pilsner, Czech-style Pilsner, and I think it's awesome. So on Oktoberfest, those aren't the ones I want to patio pound. Because you I can't. want to take my well, time on those. I mean, they're made to pound, but yeah. they're going to hit you a little harder. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I'm trying not to get hit upside my head where, most you of those, know, the lawnmower I want to start, start, you know, dipping and dabbling. <laughs> they're they're going to come in a little hotter than like a bush light, but uh, they're still only going to be in the five and change range. Maybe the it's ABV. the fact that they serve them in the big leader steins there that, that makes mm. them hit a little harder. Mm. Well, yeah, or the uh, the... And they put them, don't they? The gal why, serving them. Let, let me ask this question. <laughs> you order more. Why do, when they're doing good beers, why do they freeze the mugs? Just, it's a way to keep the beer cold by until, you know, you get, so that way you get to the end of the beer, it's still cold. You're not drinking a warm, flat beer. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, freeze the mugs. That's and always just, the worst. It, like, if you're like at a tailgate and it's hot outside, you get to the bottom of the, right. bottom of the, the can. Uh, not good. Yeah, that's why. Not co- ideal. Look, Koozies I, are important. I can yeah. go on a, on a beer snob rant though about, about frosty mugs and how they're, they're one of b- beer's biggest scams. Oh wow! What? Uh, terrible! They're terrible! They're horrible! They you kill. can only learn this on old school. They they kill the taste <laughs> of your beer. It's a myth propagated by by big beer because their beer tastes bad, so they want to kill the taste. Because oh. like, a frosty mug kills the aromatic, so you can't smell it. You can't smell it. You can't taste it. Uh, good beer. Good beer. Don't need it. You don't mug. need. Don't need it. Interesting. That's good, Mark. Only on old school, but when really only on the block. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, old school. That's great information because I didn't know that. I always wondered it, it, about it's that. My, it's a trick. It's, it's my own bias. It's my own. So is it the same thing? It serves but its purpose. Because it's the well, same thing. Of the time, <laughs> when you're drinking beer out of a frosty mug, guess what? You're not drinking good beer generally. You're drinking. Yeah. yeah. You're going for quantity over the, the quality. The breweries oh. are serving you in the nice tulip glasses and, and yes. things like that. Yes. Not yes. not big old frosting. So it's down. like to, it's like bad tequila as to why you need the lime. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. That's a yeah. perfect analogy. Yeah. yeah. Right. How much is this going to put you back, Kevin? How well, can when you get this for the store? Not much. Uh the uh the beer itself? Yeah. Uh, I believe they go for around like two fifty a can. Oh, nice! Um, Eleven ninety nine a six pack. You know, run you about two bucks a beer. Not too bad. Uh, Patio nice Pounder stuff. Special. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. What else did you bring us today, All right. Kevin? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. We I brought us a uh, an Italian Pinot Grigio. This is what Strick's been waiting for. I've I've seen Ooh. he's been eyeing the I've wine over there. I know Strick's exactly a wine guy. And I know he is. That's what I'm I'm gonna miss about. Uh, well, but you can stick around sometimes. Yes, but, I'm gonna you know, make sure I stick around. It, it's funny because most of the people I've done Thirsty Thursdays with at the ticket, I've had to sort of mold them into being wine guys. And, I'm one and, of them, and I've done yeah. it. I mean, ever since the station was started it, over ten years ago, is when we started doing Thirsty Thursday. And originally, it was Adrian Fiala, and Adrian Ooh. Fiala was a wine guy. And mm. so, Strick, you're my first pure wine guy that came in that way. But I guarantee everyone leaves that way. That's true. That's, that's right. true. I'm one but of them. This, Kevin. this Italian, this is a great. It looks like, or it tastes like, a great dinner wine. Absolutely, super, super light. Um, this is called Monte Degli Angeli Pinot Grigio, and it's from Venice, or if you, in Italian, it'll say Delle Venezie, which means of Venice, basically. And Venice is but fancy, but fancy, but Italian. So, you know, Italian fancy. <laughs> Venice is the very northern part of the country. It's right near Switzerland. So it's part of what they call the Alpine Ring. It's relatively cool, so the the grapes don't get super ripe. They don't get full of fructose, um, and so it makes a lighter, more elegant wine. And and believe it or not, Pinot Grigio actually grows on the vine red, but most of the time they make a white wine out of it. So mm. they uh, they will pick the fruit, they'll crush the grapes, and immediately remove the skins so that the skins don't mm. uh, taint the color. A process called maceration, which we've talked about many times yeah. on the uh, yeah. on the show. And uh, and then usually fermented in stainless steel, and so it maintains that really crisp, clean, light, uh, just easy drinking style. And these are fifteen bucks, and to me, drinks as good as many of the twenty five dollars no Pinot, Pinot Grigio. Yeah, there. it does taste like a good fine. It is, I tell you what, fine wine, Kevin. You have made me a wine guy since I since you've come on here. You your claim to fame, you can stick with it because. I, I like the glass too. You brought in a different kind of glass for us. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. This, it is. I'm the, a connoisseur uh, now. Th- I'm, a, I'm is, a claim to be one. That glass. If you have not seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> that is the Holy time. Grail. <laughs> that, that is that is the one where he said, "What did he say, uh, Kevin?" He said, "If you if you if you drink and you're pure, then something." He said, "The guy with the." I know what you're King talking Arthur, about. But he <laughs> drank the wrong one. This is the yeah. one. This is the Holy Grail one. You, right. you chose wisely. It's yeah, you chose wisely. <laughs> that's the word. Simon yeah. Heyman text line the always know what The cup of a carpenter. That's right. It was the cup of a carpenter. Cup, yeah. that when the guy chose the one with all that was all bejeweled and everything because he thought it was yeah. more fancy. But Jesus was a carpenter. So See? And yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. This was $15, 15 but it bucks. tastes like the cup of the carpenter. There you go. But it's that. That refinement that comes within, it's got that finesse. That finesse, not that pop pop. <laughs> it's got that. It's got that finesse. How much, <laughs> how much does that stainless steel process keep it clean? You know, versus versus other methods of fermentation. Well, uh, so the other would. I mean, you can ferment it in pretty much any vessel that'll hold it. So you can have a glass fermenter. Concrete is is very common. Really? Um, yeah, but uh, if you ferment it in oak, it's going to pick up the nuances of the of the oak barrel, especially if it's new oak. So when they when they make those barrels, they char the inside of them, and, and so the uh, 
the wines will not only pick up the color from the char, but they'll also pick up different chemical compounds of the barrel, uh, most notably a compound called vanillin, which is basically it's what gives it its vanilla flavor. Um, and that just is a byproduct of, of charring of the oak. Um, so a stainless steel kind of, I mean, makes it taste like you think it would. It's very clean. It's very crisp. It's very steely, uh, slightly tart, um, but not enough to make it puckering. It's it's Pinot Grigio is a great wine for people that say they don't like dry wine, like they want something sweet, because technically it's a dry wine because essentially dryness is the absence of sugar. Mm -hmm. So this has very little RS or residual sugar left in it. Most of it is uh, fermented out. And part of that has to do with the fact that it's such a cool climate up there in the Alpine Ring in Venice is that the the wines don't start with a ton of sugar, so it's pretty easy to ferment it out. And, and they'll come in usually in that, you know, 13% alcohol range. And uh, uh, so they're very light, um, very crushable. Uh, but, you know, they also go really well with, with virtually anything. So, I mean, you could do a wine like this with tacos. You could do a yeah. wine like mm-hmm. this with light summer salads. You could do it with... You know, flat bread, flat bread. You could do it with, uh, nice. uh, you know, grilled salmon mm-hmm. um, or even uh, like a, a, you know, ahi tuna, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, the and there's just always a good reason why wines of a region pair well with foods of a region. And so if you buy an Italian wine, have something that's sort of Italian inspired food and mm-hmm. it's going to work. One last question. How come they don't use wine skins anymore? Well, they do, uh, but just in the making of red wine. Um, however, what's interesting is that there is a, a resurgence of a process called, um, well, a wine style called orange wine, mm-hmm. which is essentially white wine grapes made in a red wine style. So they allow the skins to macerate even though they're white, and it infuses tannin, um, which is what red wines have. And so it's sort of a, a weird hybrid of a red and a white. It's sort of like... Kind of like we've t- with what we've done with the rosés, where they'll press the juice of the red grapes, but allow just the skins to stay in contact just a little a bit. Little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is sort of the reverse process of that, where the, they use white grapes but allow the skins to stay in contact, and it's and it's called orange wine. So that's kind of seeing a, a resurgence popularity. But okay. um, you know, generally speaking, white wines don't see a skin maceration where red wines do. Hey, Kevin, it's kind of crazy, but. Only nine days now until Ireland. People are going to be having tailgates. They're ready to go. They got to stock stock up on drinks for the tailgate. Obviously, what do you got going on at the store there? Well, we've got tons and tons of new Oktoberfest just okay. coming in the store today. All the fall seasonals are arriving daily. Um, we did just get in one seven five's a Buffalo Trace bourbon. Believe it or that's not, good which, for a tailgate. Yeah, which that's we haven't great had for a tailgate. Absolutely, and we haven't had one seven five's a Buffalo Trace in a year. And wow. so uh, we just got a big stack of them. So if you're into that sort of thing, um, come on down and see us, and uh, we'll take good care of you. Uh, we might, uh, again, depending on how the game goes, we might need some some liquor too, that's for sure. Uh, can you tell us again what we had today and, and yeah. how much it costs? Uh, cross Strain, Cross Steiner, Czech Style Pilsner out of Papillion, Nebraska. They go for about 12 bucks a six-pack. And uh, Monte awesome. Degli and Jelly della Venezia Pinot Grigio out of Italy. Also good to bring to a tailgate. 15 bucks, baby. There you go. $15, and you're getting drunk before Nebraska takes on Northwestern, that's for sure. Uh, he is Kevin Meyer, Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Definitely want to go check it out. He will get you set up for uh, get up, get you set up for Nebraska and Northwestern. Definitely going to be a good one. Definitely going to want to get your drinks. Uh, we got to take a quick break, and then we will come back right here on Old School. Make sure you stick with us.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.